<laughs> Welcome to Foodcast. Uh, today we have here with us Rafael Mahangelo. Uh, he is a recruiter. That's right. And yeah. specialized in chefs. recruiting chefs. That's that's correct. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Uh, we I'm part of the Broadline Group, uh, which is a, a company called Chef Recruiters. It's one of the umbrellas from the Broadline Group. That yep. specialized only in in chefs. So yeah, uh, we recruit only for for chefs. So it's some funny stories along the way. So oh, it's that's cool. great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. what's your weapon of choice today? Uh, so today we have here a lovely wine from Tuscany. It's Italian wine, nineteen sixty-seven. Oh. Grifoni. Grifoni. Toscana. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well. Uh, Tell us how 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 you get uh, where you are now, like uh, how how you become like a recruiter for chefs. Well, funny enough, um, I actually landed on this uh, on this field by by accident. Basically, I, I didn't expect to to be a, a recruiter. Uh, I, I used to work in hospitality. Oh really? Yeah, and then all right. Uh, over the pandemic and and all, uh, Oops, I just decided to change uh, my career and, and and get a little bit more structure. Uh, I previously always worked in sales uh, back uh, in Brazil, where I'm where I'm from, uh, and I wanted to, to to give it a go and, and try something different, something, something new. new. Yeah. Uh, so I started looking for a job. So it was, it was kind of open. I wanted to change, and uh, the recruiter from my company, uh, I reached out to, to 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 the company. No, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so the 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 recruiter that works alongside me now, uh, in one of the other branches uh, in the broadline, uh, she reached out to me, and we had a conversation over the phone for for. I believe it was it was an hour conversation, and I was explaining to her, you know, my background and 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 what I was looking for and what would be ideal for me, uh, and she thought that I would be good in sales, and and I wanted to try, and she she wanted to look for a, a job for me in sales. So yeah, few days later, my boss, the owner of the company, the the managing director of the company, uh, reached out to me. I didn't even know. Uh, who she was and uh, thank you Ricardo You're welcome um, so I didn't even know who she was and um, again we had a conversation she invited me into the office then I like the company she likes my uh, personality and she offered me uh, cheers. cheers and she offered me a position there it's lovely yeah, yeah. It's nice she offered me a position uh, as a recruiter and I decided to give it a go and that was in the middle yeah, of the pandemic um, it was or in the beginning no no it was towards the end so I'm, I'm with the company for a year and a bit so it was August last year I think just so, in the no, third the, lockdown third, yeah yeah, yeah. It was, was around yeah we're, we're kind of coming out of it and, uh, um, and in and out so so yeah it was, it was a bit challenging yeah, uh, but it was very interesting. Like it was different, you know. It was, it was completely different. I have never been in, in an office environment, and really, 
Well, not here in Ireland, no. Yeah, so so it was yeah. quite uh, quite interesting uh, to 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 be in a different environment. But it was very challenging and, and very nice. Uh, and uh, what's the biggest challenge for you in in in, the, in your new role? Uh, well, I guess it was understanding a bit more uh, the order markets. I come from restaurants, and uh, and I I. Uh, I became successful uh, in the hospitality industry but in a, in a, in a hotel in a, in a restaurant so i didn't know much about catering uh, hotels so understand a little bit more the market and mm -hmm. and, and, and and outside dublin which was right. my area where i always been and i, I lived always in dublin so i started like open up a little bit more to the countryside and understanding a little bit more of the market that was so that the was quite challenging. you start to get more exactly broad. yeah exactly yeah uh, and and then obviously learning a, a, a more in depth about you know every uh, position in the chefing world and and understanding what each chef does and and what's their responsibilities and, and duties and stuff like that so but it was because the structure you need to understand all that yeah, structure yeah and nowadays it's been very challenging the moment you got in this new role because basically before the pandemic we used to have about sixty thousand people in ireland yeah. working in the industry and now we have just shy above twenty thousand. that's right yeah and for you probably is very stressful to have this kind of environment you don't have where to actually take people to to replace somewhere or where people actually need yes need. well yes and no I, 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 I yeah there is a shortage obviously and and it's in general and I think it's all over the world it's not only in Ireland uh, but I think you know if you, if you do a good job and and then you, you you do your best for uh, both sides for the client and for the candidate. I think you know there is always people looking for a job and clients looking for uh, chefs. You know, mm -hmm. so it's just a matter of understanding what people what are people's needs and and matching that with the client. So we can sit down and and, and say you know and that that's uh, there is no chefs out there. And I thankfully being over a year there in the company and I'm being very successful throughout the year and I have nothing to complain about and I managed to help a lot of people throughout this uh, year and a half. So, so, so what are you trying to say is like there's no shortage. It's there just is, trying to match the right people in the right place. It's not that isn't. I'm one. What I'm saying is not that is there isn't. Obviously, there is a shortage. It's not that that there isn't a shortage. Uh, but it's it's about the way you look at things. So if you manage to get the right person to the right job, and the jobs that are, are putting out there are matching what people are looking for, yeah. uh, uh, it's it's easier to to do. Obviously, there is circumstances and and type of uh, uh, of jobs that are harder to fill than other jobs but you know it's 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 all a matter of like you know on our perspective i wanted to help everybody but i know for a fact that i can yeah. help everybody and i can't so i do my best to help as much people as i can you know yeah. so um there is always people coming in so as as a recruiter if you're not successful you're not looking the right place 
Yes. That's what my view. It's not that there isn't a shortage. And what's your main challenge at the moment? Which positions are being the most challenged to fill? I think the junior. The junior side, I believe it's a bit more challenging uh, when, you, when, you, when you're talking about commie chefs and, uh, and even chef de parties. Uh, throughout, uh, you know, COVID, a lot of people left the country and a lot of people didn't come back. And, and the ones that came back, because of the shortage uh, and, and people wanted to open and they, they were so in, uh, in need of, of chefs, they were promoting and, and throwing money at people that they promote people they are not ready to become a sous chef and they all expected yeah. that so then you you know for a fact that you're getting a, a guy that, that doesn't have the the, the experience needed yeah. uh, but because there was so short staff they had to take them on board uh, what's backfiring now it, exactly yeah but it, it was was you know everybody knew that but uh, at the time that there was no option because they, they needed to open and there was no uh, enough staff to open the place. So it's either taken on board and and, yeah. and, and open the doors or, and then sorted out the problem down the line or don't open the door uh, and try to maintain the same way it was before. So the now, uh, like now we already passed to the first wave, let's say like that, open. Yeah. Everyone's open, everyone had their business running. Uh, now the second problem is those guys you uh, people promoted, uh, including myself and in, in other places, I promote people. Uh, they weren't there, but yeah. like uh, for like as you said, like you had to promote. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, you, you lose the staff. Right? Yeah, it's better uh, better to have like a bird in your hand than another one fly or. You know, Absolutely, like whatever yeah. flying, I don't know how to, to yeah. was the expression, if you know what I mean. So I don't want to lose somebody. But at the same time, like uh, if I do not promote, I'm going to lose. Uh, so now there are loads of people out there. They believe they are ready and they actually are not. And then they, and then you can see in the CV the way I'm seeing. I don't know. Like that's something I want to ask you as well. Like how you like. Let me finish that thought mm -hmm. first. Uh, so now with those problems, are you seeing people coming back to look for something they are not ready? And then how are you dealing with that? Because you can see somebody was CDP, 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 or a coming chef and suddenly become a sous chef for six months and then is asking you for a job or jump for two, three jobs as a sous chef and they keep looking for a job and then you need to recruit that person and pass to somebody. Because your job is make sure if those people you retain longer, that's how the things the business works for you guys. Yeah. Uh, if you do not retain, literally is certain language, but it's piss in the wind. How it's, you can? Yeah, it's not. It's not sustainable. Those people. Yeah, it's not sustainable for 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 both sides. You know, yes. it's something that. Uh, it's not what we're looking for, you know. Like, well, like w w the Broadline Group is very successful in all the oh yes, all the uh, 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 the areas that we 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 are in, uh, and I believe that the reason we are successful is we have a different approach when we are sourcing candidates. Um, so I, I I understand exactly what you're saying, and I agree with you. And throughout the pandemic, you're looking at CVs, and and you see a lot of movement uh, as well. P 
people decline, changing. You decline the candidate. We don't. I, I will never decline the candidate unless if there is uh, a bad reference on the candidate. So then we don't represent that candidate. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't decline the candidate. I have an honest and open conversation with that candidate uh, and with the client too, so that I uh, uh, that he understands that it might be not at the level he thinks he, he, is, he yeah. is at or he's looking for and and and, and in, with all the greatest respect to to the candidates but uh we need to we need to very be very conscious about where we put in that person as well because it could be you know going to a kitchen that uh it's 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 a different different speed it's a different environment that you're going to damage the candidate sending to the wrong place as well so we need to be very yeah. conscious about where we, we we are sending that person and what level that person is and be very open and honest because obviously we we, we want to avoid and want to match what are the needs on both sides yeah for the client and the candidate so it's it's pointless for us to send someone that uh are not gonna match the expectations so we need to manage expectations in both sides so that's i think mm -hmm. is the trickiest part of our job because you have in one hand you have the client in the other hand you have the candidate and you need to manage both expectations yeah. um so we do have you know interviews with all the candidates so we we we, we always Every candidate we represent, we have a conversation first, and that's where you identify all these points that you are you are saying. Uh, we we like we identify why he moved, and 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 especially when you see after COVID and you see that jump. Sometimes I get CVs and I'm looking at it, and he was a CDP and now he's a head chef. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, how did that happen? You know, and sometimes it could be genuine, you know, like they just away. So chefs have a, have a, a big problem of putting CVs together, right? Yes. Uh, so so sometimes you look at CVs and um, you're looking at it and you see few months here, few months there, few months there. Obviously, we are in the industry, so we know that they are in the same group. They're just moving. Yeah between the group in different restaurants but the way they put the tv together it doesn't look good yeah, it feels like you're, if you don't yeah, know if you don't know the industry Ex exactly yes. you yes. don't know you're like why you're three months here five months there and six months yeah. there and it's the same way with the positions you know sometimes you look cdp and then you see head chef but then that person was there for a couple of years and he moved throughout these years he he, he grow into high chef position so that's a different so yeah. that that's all the things that we need to identify when we are uh, interviewing that candidate and that's why i think we the broadline is very successful what we do because we 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 take very serious uh, uh, the, the 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 introduction with the, with the candidate and the doing the interviews doing the reference checks making sure that that candidate is compliant to go to a client and and and, and that's where we we are very successful because i i'm i'm able to identify that and i come from hospitality mm -hmm. so i have a good understanding about the restaurant industry and the hospitality industry itself so it makes it easier to us to identify that i have a question when you interview uh, like you know everyone lies in their CVs uh, there are loads of people they they will not say the truth and, and I will not say the truth they hide the truth yeah normally I, I analyze a lot I right. think a lot right so when I see a CV I uh, depend the position 
I'm looking for. But mm-hmm. like when normally, let's say senior positions, I normally start to look at the CV. I start to see what you inscribe in your CV. Uh, the moment I see a CV, there is the guy has like 20 years experience, but it's basically I work here from date X to Y and head chef mm-hmm. and keep jumping. You see a lot of that in CVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I see a senior and I see something like that, I see somebody's more operational uh, by experience. I see as that person's operational. But when I start to see there's loads of descriptions uh, like saying, I used to do these, 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 that's how much turnover had more information. I see somebody's more technical than actually operational. Do you feel that there is any tricks you start to see in the CVs, raw CVs, not the ones you guys afterwards, because you guys normally make, not made up, but like you guys, sorry, wrong word made up. Uh, you guys uh, fluff a little the CV to look better or written better because there's loads of like chefs are chefs. They're not like writers. Yeah. So you're going to see like, I work in this place for X amount of years. I used to do this, this, and then you guys go there and guide them to do a better CV, correct? So we, yeah, we 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 tailor the CV uh, yeah. in that uh, uh, case to be more attractive as to well. To be yeah. yeah, to be more attractive, to be you know in a, in a better way to a better way to understand the CV, understand the the, the knowledge. But so we you, do help them on that side. Yeah, you guys analyze the CV. I know, like I'm a little bit weird in that way. I, I analyze in a such a way to see what the person did before and to understand if that person will work in that job per se because he's more operational. That's the way I check my so, CVs. I don't know, it's, you it's, guys it's, do that. It's or? a very tricky question in a sense because I don't think, and that's it's solely my opinion on it, uh, yeah. um, I don't think you can analyze and evaluate a paper. Mm, yes. So, ye, for instance, I can I can I can type anything I want in a, on a CV. Yeah, and I can make as attractive as you 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 want that CV to be. Yeah, right. But you can fake an interview. You Correct. can knowledge is not something that you be you're gonna get throughout a paper. So reading yeah. that paper was not going to give you that knowledge. You need the experience in, in, in acting in the role yeah. and, and seeing the day to day. And that's where I don't think analyzing the CV, obviously there is, there is reasonable uh, uh, CVs that we look at it and mm-hmm. we know for the fact that that's not going to be uh, any match or there is no experience whatsoever. Uh, but I tend to give everyone a, a, a chance so I, I will reach out to every person that applies for a role out of respect first of all uh, uh, and, and also to give a, a personal opportunity because not everybody knows how to type a CV and the same way some some people hire a company to, to type in that CV and when you go through in detail you know that they don't have that knowledge yeah he did they didn't actually roll what no, saying no exactly so i i believe that screening a cv uh the more effective way to do is talking to 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 people so talking part yes that's the part because for me sometimes uh, what recruitment come in my mind is your product is the chef you're sending to to us to the restaurants that's correct yeah and 
in the same time, you can't sell something. You just describe in a, a beautiful way to say if the CV is just the lines and then you send a guy, his English is broken. He will not be able to describe what he wrote there. It's like, no, do not match. And then need to be like the way you said it is when you see face to face and talk to the person, the person will give you the better, better description. I agree. But like, as I said, people will lie. When I get in interviews, the way I see is like HR could do exactly the job you're doing, but HR goes in a way I dislike you guys normally goes in a better way because you show exactly the, the, the ugly truth. Say, look, this guy can cook, but he can't write, you know, like, and then the HR will look in a, in a way, say, ah, oh, that guy is not good at all. But for us, sometimes I just need somebody who can cook, but that being said, when I go for interviews, I have my ways to try to get knowledge without the person lying to me. If they're a team player, if they have angry shoes or uh, how their personality is. You guys have any trick or any way to like to tell us like how you do to understand the person yeah, uh, in that way? Let's say, I'll give an example, a CV, the guy do not last more than a year or a year, two months in a job. And he's in the trade for 12, 15 years. How you would see that? Because that's not good for you as well, because the guy will not last more than a year. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, how you I, can I, get I suppose, that information from him? Uh, I suppose it's, 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 it's all about like everyone uh, will, will have different ways to, to gain information from people obviously you have key questions that you ask mm -hmm. uh, to understand better uh, but I think everybody has the, their different ways you know like some some people uh, are very good of making people comfortable and 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 when people are a bit more comfortable they tend to be more truthful uh, and mm -hmm. it depends on how you approach uh, it's it's a psychology game uh, you have any any nuggets I, you could I, give I, us? I, 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 you I can try on me. You see, like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I, I don't think. Like, I don't think. You know, uh, there is a secret. Okay, yeah. and 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 the, there is there is obviously key words and key questions. Um, they could help with, but I don't think I don't think there's such a thing as a secret. I think it's more um, how curious you are uh, and and how interest in that person. <laughs> you are so uh, and how like as much interest you take to whoever you are in front of you uh, uh, and to understand and listen to 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 people that's very important listen to people is they are there to talk uh, about themselves you're not I'm not there to talk about me about my job I'm listening to them and that's very important and, and I think it's just care about about whoever is in front of you you know whoever take took that time to be in front of you for that one hour 45 minutes care about them do, and, do, and, do you uh, have any like to segregate chefs in a sense um, there is some uh, stereotypes of chefs I see throughout my career and I can say oh that's this is the kind of chef is a moaner is that uh, he will do it he will work but he'll be moaning this one is he stay quiet and then he, he just will do the job and then i want ah, that one talks more than anything uh, but he he will do xyz like i'm the talker 
Yeah. I, I talk. If yeah. you see me quiet, that's what I say to everyone. Look, guys, if you see me quiet, is when you need to be worried. Not when I'm talking. It's yeah. when I'm quiet. It's the opposite. Um, because I'm quite vocal. Uh, and when I'm in the kitchen, I talk my ideas. I keep saying to people, I'll go around talk to myself. Yeah. And at some stage, people just become like a white noise in the sense of, okay, the chef is talking to himself, not directly to me. And they understand what's going on. But when I'm quiet in the kitchen, people know, like, I will not joke with him. You know, like, yeah. But what 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 do you see? What's the kinds of chefs you see around there? Uh, it's uh, I don't I don't like to, to, to put a stereotype on, on on people. I don't think is uh, is the right thing. Uh, it's just two of us. Nobody's the same <laughs> <guess. laughs> uh, It's 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 you know obviously like you, you can identify you know some uh, uh, different different type of, of people you know and everybody will will act and react differently to circumstances so uh, you know obviously like we we know that that like some of the chefs we we are dealing with they'll be more hands-on and they'll be more um as a when i when i was in the uh, in the hospitality, I used to call the soldier in the in the in the team that the yeah, one yeah. that it's gonna jump in and it's gonna work hard. And uh, but if you, if you ask them to do any any of the paperwork side of things, uh, they have no yeah, clue. Yes. You know, so uh, that that that's it's more what like we would try to identify. I wouldn't uh, 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 try like uh, I don't put stereotypes because it's not up to me basically what we're doing is we 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 trying to get as much opportunity as possible for that candidate and and help the clients to fulfill what what they actually need in the kitchen and help every every everybody uh, uh, in that sense you know so I think there is always uh, uh, um, we, we we have a saying uh, in Brazil, and that there's always a, a, a flip flop for every every shoe, you know, so for every foot. Uh, oh so, yeah, there's a, yeah, yeah different. That, uh, yeah, always has a shoe for the right for, size for, of feet or yes, something like that. Something yes. like that, you know. So yeah. so you're always gonna find a home. You know, I, uh, that that's my my way of thinking you know yeah. and then and, and thankfully that's the way i became successful what i do is always you know caring about the the, the people that are taking the time and speaking with myself and 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 giving all my my attention when they are in front of me and trying to do my best to help them um obviously unfortunately yeah, we're not able to help everybody but uh, i'll do my best to get as much uh, uh help as possible and, and that's what that's the part that i actually love about it yeah it's 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 helping people did you have to have any training or anything like you said like uh, do you have a it's kind of like it is a psychologic uh, kind of job yeah because you need to read people you're you're uh learn to read people as well it's not and like now with covid back in the day before covid uh, all this kind of interview or anything of the kind would be face to face and nowadays yeah. nowadays is all online and sometimes you've never seen the face of the person you see a CV you talk on the phone and it's very di is different as it used to be yeah I'm kind of old school in that, that sense like I start always my interviews on the phone and I always want to do a face to face because you have that feeling you know the yeah, the connection and, and, and the body yeah. body language and everything. Yes. Yeah. Did you have to do any training or anything of the kind to um, when you got the job or they? Obviously, when 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 I when I joined the broadline group, I I I, I definitely had training and and 
they have uh, the best the best team out there and the best people working in the group and and they there's so much knowledge and they're so good what they do and they're so, so successful that it's so much easier for you to understand the process and and learn uh, it makes my life so much easier and i'm so grateful for that uh, uh, my uh, my manager David is, is an incredible guy who has a, a vast knowledge in the industry and he has been doing that for, for, for many many years my MD is one of the best sales uh, women I ever come across and, and she's great and she has a massive knowledge in the industry she's been in the industry for 20 years she knows everyone. she knows everybody <laughs> she knows everything and she has a, uh, an incredible memory as well uh, so it's 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 i was very blessed to join that team and and very blessed to to land in this company that 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 is so successful uh, so made my success easy um, yeah there is training involved but obviously like I come from hospitality which makes easier uh, for us to understand the process in the kitchen understand how uh, the business is run and understand how a, a, a restaurant operates and a hotel operates and the kitchen operates so that is one of the things um, my background before that was all in sales. I, I what, what kind of sales you used to work? Uh, I used well. If I did, went to say, yeah. yeah, I did. I did. Uh, well, I did a few different ones. Uh, to be to be honest, I, I, I like I'm working since I'm 16 in Brazil. And uh, which part of Brazil you come from? I'm come from Porto Alegre in the south of Brazil. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So. I did a few different, like the last one that I was doing before I, I, I moved to Ireland, uh, I was um, working with, um, as um, selling houses and, 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 oh, and, cool. and oh, estate agents. Yeah. Um, it was pretty, pretty cool. It was, uh, it was very successful at it. And funny enough, uh, the idea was just to come over to Ireland and stay here for a year and go back and work with, with people, uh, <laughs> foreigners in, in that case, you know, people coming from Europe. America and uh, and and you know sell apartments and, and investment properties to to uh, uh, you know Americans and all yes. that coming to Brazil and here I am to 12 years later oh yeah I make two yeah. I came here for just say two years yeah that, that was my plan <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah so then you know like uh, I always been training with people and training how to deal with people and, and understanding I have these curiosity in me and then i love to talk to people i love to listen to people and and learn their history their uh, uh, uh stories and all so i think that helps yeah in a sense like i always get like some weird people around right don't need to put names there right and then that that's the part i i think is the interest to have you here is i always try to read people a lot you know, like my, my, I would say like I'm terrible to read people. So I had to learn and study a lot to get where I got because I, I, I went to many years ago to a symposium and I remember the guy just said, cooking is not enough. For me, that was my turning point. I used to, back then I was in the Gordon Ramsay and I, I, I was there. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, so anyway, I look, I said, yeah, that's true. 
So uh, and then there was just when the iPhone start come out, this kind of stuff, and then start to, you know, like nowadays, my best chef is in my pocket all, all the time. Back my time, I had to have a booklet in my pocket and keep writing recipes. Now, whatever recipe like that, you get like hundred of recipes, whatever you Google. Yeah. So uh, when I get chefs now, I I'm not worried about if they can cook. I can teach cooking. Cooking is easy. My point is, can you deal with people? How you do it? And like, it's very easy to see a nice CV, but in the end of the day, uh, the person can't communicate with other people. Yeah. You know, and then that's uh, worries me a lot. And normally, I use some tricks to ask, like, uh, example, do you like foot uh, football? What, what's your favorite sport? My football, yeah, football, football. would be yeah. Football yeah. will be and what uh, else? Uh, not really. No, I like I run. I like to run. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like to run. That's uh, which sports do you like? So sports yeah, for, be, for you leisure. Yeah, for leisure you. is running. Running, running. Yeah, and uh, to watch or anything, do you like? Uh, uh, I, not much. Like I used to watch a lot of football back back in Brazil when I was there, but then with time Did difference. Did you play or anything? I did when I was younger, yeah. Yeah, which position you used to play? Uh, in in the front, in the attack. Strike. Yeah, yeah strike. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you like to read? I do. Yeah, yeah, I do like to read. Yeah. What's the last book you read? Uh, well, I was um, I was le reading a book called Get Hard, uh, from David Goggins. What's um, about? It's it's about his his history, his life. He's he's. Um, uh, a life coach. He was a, was a soldier uh, for for many uh, many years, yeah. uh, and he's very impressive uh, uh, the way he 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 approached life. Like his 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 history is very interesting, and and, and yeah. he's very successful in everything that he ever done. He he became uh, an ultra marathon runner, and wow. uh, yeah, he's uh, very. And that's successful. where you got to the, the running part. Do you like or? Um, well, is something just make you feel yeah connected? like I mean I, 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 I got into running through friends you know there's a friend of yeah. mine that, that um, he he runs marathons and then uh, another it's a group of friends and uh, one of them we, we, we just basically for health reasons was like okay let's do something I yeah. had an injury uh, last year yeah and um uh, that actually changed a little bit my perspective, and and I I, I needed to to get a bit more exercising, uh, so we spoke to this friend and we start, you know, just for leisure, running, running, and then we just fell in love with it, and and now we're doing like we just run half marathon, so we're oh, training cool. to do, uh, we're gonna do another half marathon now in November, the end of November. And then we're gonna do the Dublin Marathon, hopefully uh, next year. Oh, so just nice. got into it, and, yeah. and 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 it just feels good, you know. Just you run your every mind. week, or like yeah, every yeah, day? I run three, 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 three times a, a week at least. And by yourself or really, with uh, the friends? It depends. Sometimes, yeah, I go like you know after work, I go to the gym and doing the, uh, the gym, and then on the weekends we go together, and, yeah. and then we do it together, and you know, and and, and try to to. Uh, do that way, but not every not every time. But one more question is: uh, What kind of movie you like? What kind of? I'm a kind of like. I'm very easygoing. To be fair, I would watch 
everything to be honest like you know series movies there's no specific i like you know action movies and drama movies and you know i can watch anything to be honest like you know i'm not like very fussy when it comes to movie i i would watch whatever you know just give me a glass of wine and i'm happy <laughs> with whatever you put on the telly <laughs> basically what what i just did here is what how i interview people yeah and normally people just look at me and say what are you doing I remember when I did that many years ago when I was in Cassidy. And then uh, I just asking random questions. Like, they're interviewing a head chef. And they're, yeah. oh, can you do QPRs? Can you do these? Can you check GPs? Can you interview people? Da, 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 da. And I said, what kind of movie you like? And they said, Ricardo, what the fork are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like, are you out of, your, out of your mind? But that's questions people do not expect in an interview. And get them out of not comfort zone or like that because you you prepare yourself to go for an interview. Like today, I, I prepare myself to come here and I knew what, what to ask, what, how I need to do it, uh, what I need to say. You know, like I prepare myself. You know, so I could know. I, like, uh, sorry, I was stalking you in the in the social media. So understand <laughs> who you are better. Of course, yeah. So, so I, I I can interact better. That, that's me so I go deep when I interview it doesn't matter who I always go deep and I come with those questions because the person do not expect so they put the guard down they say who they are and the first question about like do you like sports I remember uh, one guy came and said ah oh, no I like to play video game and I said what kind of games ah uh, like um, shooting games or all the kind of games is just a first-person game if it makes sense to you right so when you get that that was the first question that one was one of the the most second I said what, what kind of book you read if, if I may interrupt you there yeah. so first-person game so what like what conclusion does that make uh, no it, to it, you like what what, it, what would that I, there, there is three angles. Like right. you, I, I use yourself right. to to answer all that, and I use that extremely case I got. Okay. Yeah. So the second question was book, and he said, "Oh no, I, I I'm reading books uh, reg uh, to open business. How you do it?" Da, 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 da. Uh, I said, "Okay." And the third one was like, "What kind of sport you like?" You know, and then was the part of he's saying, "Ah, if I had to do, I'd like to swim." or run I said okay how you 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 have your friends you swim together oh, no 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 by myself I said okay do you run together or anything no 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 so what shows me that guy he's individualist and he looks after himself he's number one he don't care about the team work in a kitchen as I say to everyone is like football you work with the chin up mm -hmm. you can't just look down and uh, I'm doing my station I don't care about the team that happened a lot in the kitchen. So when I look around, I said, the guy needs to have chin up, look around, see if somebody needs something, talk to people, you know, etc., etc. That's the way I see it in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And that guy, of course, never passed through the, the, the even second interview didn't have. You so know, your so, conclusion on it is he wouldn't be a team player. Correct. And, and if, if he was an introvert of people? 
Like if you're there, there's no show issue with that. Uh, they, uh, my issue with him after that wasn't like just being like uh, just look at after myself. When he said about the books, right? I want to bo- open my own business and I'm looking after that uh, after what I can learn. And I look and say, okay, that guy's coming here just just to like a leech, learn the things, do not play ball with the guys because there is difference. And then come the part of the movie. Right. Yeah. The, yeah, okay. yeah. The movie is something uh, reads me a lot, uh, in, indirectly. Uh, example: One, uh, I used to interview me and my wife for uh, au pairs. We used to ask which princess you like the most from the Disney universe, mm-hmm. and I tell you a lot. When you start to, if you go down, I would say, guys, please go and Google a uh, princess princesses in the Disney world what actually say about the people and that, that that's amazing you see it's really cool it's the same for the chefs and same for uh, like movies like you said action that means you like something it needs something going on you know like you don't like to be like quiet you know like oh, I like romance uh, somebody who just stayed there in the corner is luggishing around. I like drama, so uh, you need to be careful. If it's the first answer is drama and romance, stay away. Yeah. Because that person will just like ro- romanticize the things and dramatize the things. Uh, like when you said, I like to run. It's a single sport, yes, but it, uh, when you start to explain and say with passion the way you said you you start to say yeah because we run with my i run with my friends we have that together and then like as as well like ah i used to play football and as a striker Mm -hmm. that means you want to be there in the front you you're the kind of person be in the front there you'll be the first person literally to uh, pass through anything if you're working in the kitchen if i'm interviewed for a chef i say okay that's a great person somebody will be there leading to go in the front the chefs I'm looking for uh, head chefs or they like to work strikers or they like to work in the midfield the best chefs that I have normally they are the kind of people say I like to work in the midfield you know in in the middle it's like a dunga you know for football yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's the guy who'll be there so, and go so and, and what about let's let's say what about if you get a person that is it's not it's it, it doesn't play sports or doesn't like sports and then normally I would say do you play video games do you play, uh, play uh, board games yeah. I always try to go to something competitive mm-hmm. because that shows uh, their inner person yeah who is important to me right and that's the part like uh, I like to play risk I like to play Monopoly is somebody extremely competitive. I like to play Jenga. I like, okay, <laughs> Jenga, yeah. everyone likes to play Jenga. But Jenga is like more uh, a toss of a coin. So it's more sociable. Like when you get like Risk yeah. or uh, a Monopoly, somebody will be more cutthroat. Yeah, it's 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 a way to 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 analyze and uh, you know as I, as I said I think like everybody will will have different ways to analyze I think you know on my my perspective I I, I do believe that it's I I try I tend to not try to put stereotypes I think 
that given given everybody a chance and 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 and, and given opportunity i think is very important and, uh, and as i said before you know you might have in in our uh, uh perspective it's, it's it's going to be different than than the way you're hiring for than what we are hiring because obviously you are specific for one type of role one type of place and when i when i interview a candidate i i have mm -hmm. a range of places that i'm thinking for uh, him for and and a, a range of options that um uh, that i could uh, potentially introduce that candidate uh, uh, to um that would be different uh, uh streams and different ways of oh yeah your range is way more yeah. broad than so, actually yeah. the so, where you try to hire yeah. so like the, the way yeah the way i would like you know try to 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 um uh interview that it would be on like trying to understand a little bit more about that individual uh, but not in a sense of analyzing that interview uh, just understand understand their their passion understand what they, they they're looking for and um and and if if that person is you know in a chef uh, a job now with with the motivation to to become a, a, a business owner i think that's great you know i think that uh, we 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 need to get more people this way and and this is in all all, all sides you know when i when i used to 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 work in the hospitality i would love to get people like that so i used to manage a few restaurants here and um I, I i would love to get like i'd love to get the, the guys that will come over to me and say that they are ambitious they want to get my job i love that and i ah, would yeah, train yeah. them to get my either, job yes. Uh, and and I actually end up like uh, doing that, you know. I I move to a different part of the company, and I then I put one of the guys that I train into my position, and 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 that was like when I was once in the hospitality, fulfill me, you know, that you know mission accomplished, and and I love to develop people, and I think like everybody needs an opportunity, and everybody will be different in a way, you know. There's no. It's very difficult to to uh, put like away, you know. If like people will be A, B, or C, no, you might gonna have, you know, a E, a D uh, that might be joining with the A type of people. Yeah. But they will blend in. I think you know the the the, the team has to have different stereotypes oh yeah definitely to, definitely to to blend everybody blends yes. in so it's a you know it's it's a different way we analyze you know we can like the way you're going to analyze a candidate is going to be different that's why we come into place you know because uh before i waste your time or anything i always have a conversation with yourself before and i'm like <laughs> yeah. okay what you need and what you're looking for i have these these type of person though i don't know if they're going to be suitable for so we kind of do the mid of the game you know yes, like we, yes. uh, uh, so we try to to uh, organize that because obviously like you know it's a fast-paced environment you know yourself and yeah uh, you, you, you don't have time to waste you know and and we don't want to waste your time i don't want to waste my time i don't want to waste the candidate's time uh so you know we need to do as more if as efficient as we can our job and understanding what exactly that candidate is looking for to try to avoid that uh, but it's more in a professional way but, but now 
Uh, now, now come to that delicate moment. Let me have another glass here. So, <laughs> delicate moment, I have another sip here. I top you up. <laughs> um, now, nowadays, like, w- what I'm seeing the most in the, in the places is... Uh, Thank you. Oh, welcome. Well, probably I need to pop myself. Yeah. Uh, okay, done. Jesus Christ, that's way too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nowadays, a good example, I interviewed two ladies uh, two weeks ago. Right. Coming chef. Yeah. You know, like it's like gold dust. Those yeah, yeah. No, no, nowadays, yeah. Rare. Yeah. Rare breed, yeah. So they just finished college, five months experience in a catering in, in City West. West Dublin firm who doesn't know the area, in a catering company, and they do a mix of coming chef and uh, CSA, or catering assistant. And then they, they're in a good salary. You know, I told them, like, you're in a good salary. And then uh, the interview went, lovely ladies, and in the end, I looked, five months experience, I said, why you wanted to move? You know, like what I expect when I see in a CV is like a coming chef need to be three years in the same place because you're going to learn, you're going to grow with them. Yeah. Uh, it's the time to understand how the kitchen works. You're there for five months. You don't know even like how the kitchen works. You know, like you're, you're getting in your routine now. And both ladies at separate interviews and they said, uh, oh, no, no, I'm already bored there. And I look, I said, okay, that's not a good sign. Okay. And uh, we do too much. I said, okay. And I, they explained their routine, etc. Long story short, I came in and they said, look, I have a position for you. I have for you, one of them, both of them live close to one of the properties I have. I said, look, it would be great. I'll send you to the head chef, etc. But what's your salary expectation? And then she came back to me and said, I want a fourteen fifty per hour. I said, what? <laughs> Your CV here would pay you 12. But uh, since we don't pay 12 because our minimum wage is 12 to wash dishes, for somebody in your entry level, it would pay 12.50. And she, both of them, felt a little bit offended. But at the end of the day, like uh, nowadays, like I, ca- I can't afford to have somebody there and doesn't know how, how to hold a knife for 14.50. You know, like 1450 will pay for a dim chef party, somebody with at least a year and a half to two years experience. You know, like at least I could say, look, make me a Caesar dressing. They would do without a problem. Instead of going inside, uh, mm, what, what's a Caesar dressing? Yeah. What's a, a, a Caesar what? You know, and, and like, what do you think about like wages? Because now it's going crazy. People are throwing money at people sometimes. I think now we start to stabilize because yeah. I start to notice with the seniors, not the yeah. juniors. The seniors, I'm getting the CVs in and I'm offering what I'm paying. They said, I will not leave where I am because they are paying me the same. So I feel at least from my perspective, not yours, because you can see way more broad than I do. Uh, the salaries for seniors start to get like flatline. Yeah. But for juniors, still that crazy money. They are throwing money at people who doesn't yeah. know how to hold a knife. But the thing is, I think I'll comes down to the shortage and and as we we sp- uh, spoke here in the start uh, it's just the hardest uh, uh, people in the market now at the moment is uh, the more junior uh, uh, candidates 
Um, and in a sense, I, I, I understand and, 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 uh, and I get the both sides of, uh, 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 of the, 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 the game. I understand the business side uh, and I understand the candidates. So if you, if you, uh, if you put two, two aside, obviously uh, from a business perspective, you, you, you have other costs in the business that uh, you need to to match and and and, and wages is it's, it's a very important part in, in a business and if you, you can't be paying people too much otherwise it's gonna pen, it's gonna cost you too much to run the business and it's not you're gonna close your doors so I think this is it's is a it's a more political conversation in a sense because I do uh, understand that the, the candidate side of things as well because if you think about if we're talking about inflation now, you know, we, 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 we suppress 10%, you know, and uh, you're here for, for a long time as well. So if you think about 10 years ago, you used to get 300, 350. You used to live well. You used to get by and live nice. A decent, yeah, it was a decent life. A decent lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, you can't afford to stay in the country if you make 300. What um, do you think is the, is the properties? Uh, because now in the moment, like what the government was saying is like, uh, they never sold so many properties as before. But in the same time, is they are s selling the properties was actually for rent. And now like the, the, the renting market is getting pressed yeah. and the, the price is going skyrocketing. Yeah. And I, I do understand. There's no properties out there yeah, it, at it, the moment. So. Yeah, I think the problem is the rent, not actually the food or the increase of 10%. The salaries are, uh, people are paying fairly. The minimum wage is 1080 and people are like uh, uh, the company I work just, for. Just, we, yeah, the, the minimum wage went up, but the thing is, yeah, we, we went we, up we, um, we, in, in January. In January, yeah, but, but uh, like now, a majority of the companies I, I, I'm seeing around they are paying minimum 12, and that's one so, year 20 more than actually minimum wage. So, if you analyze the the, the real cost of living here and uh, the to, to have a, a, a reasonable uh, living in this country now, you're talking about 1450, that would be yeah. should be the minimum wage, right? So um, it's a it's it's a very tricky. Yeah, because like, uh, sorry to uh, no, to interrupt you, but like now, if you go in that line, that that somebody will need to give. I don't Absolutely, know who you're yeah. gonna give because if I pay a coming chef fourteen fifty, that's what I, I I agree in a sense to say okay, it's fair. A KP, I need to pay fourteen euros now. And then in, on top of that, my Demi-Chef Department said, oh, that's not fair. I want a 17, 16 per hour. And go 16. And then my CDP will say, okay, I have like five, six, ten years experience. I want a, ten, a 20 an hour. Absolutely. And then it, my it's, it's a snowball. It's yeah. a snowball. And somebody will need to pay that bill. And like restaurants are closing now because yeah. they can't open doors. Yeah. Like uh, many people don't understand, but like sometimes to open a catering business or like a restaurant, doesn't matter what, is literally you work for the business and you make like the same salary if you work for somebody else. In the end of the year, there's a friend of mine in the middle of the pandemic, he has a restaurant in Bray and his head chef and a general manager in his restaurant make more money than he does and he was saying i'm paying more for those guys than i pay for myself i don't know what i'm doing 
And I said, "Whoa, uh, wow, that that's reality. Uh, I know there are businesses out there they could afford to make less money. Like a good example is McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's don't make money f with food or having their brands. They make money with the rent of the property, with the person leasing their brand. But like now, I don't know if it's something to change." to make sure people get fairly paid because like people don't want to come to work anymore in the kitchen. I'm losing chefs to go to work in different trades just yeah. because they look as a look to make 450 or 500 euros a week, uh, work my ass off here for 12 hours a, a day for like odd hours instead of tour working, whatever, like a tech company to literally press buttons with a different kind of stress, Monday to Friday, nine to five. I prefer that. You know, I'm gonna get less money. Yes, but in the end of the day, I will have less stress. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, I think there's there's there's, there's a variety of things that uh, are wrong. You know, in the industry, and 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 gladly things are changing now. You know, and then, uh, after COVID, I think that there was a wake up for everybody. But I, I think that I, and I understand and I agree with you when you when you when you say about, you know, the business itself and and, and it's practically impossible for the business to be paying everybody uh, a high wage and, and it's not sustainable and won't be sustainable. Uh, so I think that's why I say I think it's more political. I think that this, this, the government needs to intervene and and help the, 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 the society itself and the business. Uh, and and you know this, this this rent crisis. There's a lot of things that are piling up that are in, in, increasing the cost of living here. Inflation is the, like Europe's not not used to deal with inflation as well. Uh, uh, yeah, past you know, I, yeah. I, I I didn't even remember what inflation was to be honest. You know, now <laughs> I'm understanding again. I was like, okay, now I get it. Like you know, yeah. when 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 you know you would go to the shop and do big. Uh, a big shopping, you know, because things were on sale and you need to, because prices fluctuate so much back home that they can, you know, you know that you come tomorrow and it will be more expensive. And they're feeling now how it is to, to deal with it here. So there's a, there's a variety of things that needs to change, you know, and uh, and it's not just the, the business itself. And I don't uh, point that out, you know, that uh, 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 the business are the bad guys. I don't think that, you know. I, I, I don't think uh, at all uh, that. I, don't, I just think that, uh, you know, that this, uh, it needs to be a fair game for everybody, for the business owner and for the, the, the employee. Do, do you think, like, people nowadays, like, uh, they're asking for ridiculous money? And their expectations, like, example, the, the, the girls I just interviewed, uh, do you think they they are expecting something more than actually they should? They're worth it. Uh, in this case, hard. like they want fourteen fifty per hour. It's hard. You know, to. with five months experience, literally, I can get anyone in the street passing across the road there and said, "Oh, well, come here." They yeah, can do the same job. But but, in the other hand, you're not getting that people that that person oh, yeah, passing uh, by. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, but like my my. Do, do you know? So it's it's hard to put a price on on, on a on a job. Okay, what I do understand and I and, and and I do appreciate is, chefing is a very hard job. Chefing is hard, is hardcore, is a lot of pressure, uh, and it is hard work. 
So do I think that chefs are underpaid? I don't know. I'm not too sure. But do I think that chefs work very hard for the money? Yes, they do. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 and, and sometimes, you know, you, you've seen that and you know that yourself. And uh, I'm not talking as a, a recruiter. I'm just, you know, coming from the industry. i seen people and even myself, I was working 80 hours a week. Was I get paid enough? So, you know, it depends. It's, it's, it's depends what, what, which shoes you are in and where you're looking at. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, 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 it's very tricky to, to put, put a price in a head. You know, I think uh, people um, are realizing that cost of living here is increasing and, and it is difficult now to, uh, uh, to to live here uh, in Ireland, especially uh, as an immigrant myself, uh, uh, and I seen things that I, I I just don't think is it's healthy for people. You know, students coming over and piling up in in a house. We you know a two bedroom house with seventeen people living in it. I used to work. One of the guys that used to to work in one of the restaurants. He was Brazilian, and 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 he was. Uh, telling me the story, you know, there were 17 in a house with two bedroom, one bathroom. Uh, so, you know, unfortunately, reality is that that that's what they could afford. And yeah, I come to the the, the point of uh, there are people subletting. Yes, you know, like they rent properties and put as many bodies possible there and tell them shut up. The agency knows they get their cut in the end of the month. You know, because they will not say to the owner they are renting their property for this uh, end. And those guys deal with those people. Uh, one of the gentlemen working for me today, I was talking with him. He's bringing his family from Brazil. He has like a European passport. All the possible good things he has to come here. And he, he shares his house with another six people. And like, uh, I look, I say, oh my God. And he's bringing his family and get a different uh, second room in the house. And he's literally paying a full rent. I said, do you know you could get a full rent? And they say, yes. But I, I go to the places and there's another 20, 30 people trying yeah, to rent this, as well. This, 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 so this it's, very, it's very difficult. But like the end of the day, as I said, like who is paying the bill? for increasing salaries. I don't know how we will be for the restaurants to keep profitable I, and I, I, keep I, the, uh, in, in the green, let's say, like making money. Like now is the quiet times of the year uh, until uh, Christmas. And after Christmas until Patty's Day is, is dead. You don't make money. You literally, you lose money between brackets. And after that, after Patty's Day starts to go up again. Nevertheless, what I'm trying to say here is... Uh, those period now like would be difficult but like the only way to pay people better wages is if we increase prices but if we increase prices our sales will drop because comparing uh, 2019 to now sales in restaurants are down about 20 percent uh, and the wages are up about 10 to 12 percent mm. You see, average, not. Uh, it depends on what, like you know, where you are, but like average overall. That's what I, you I see. Don't, I, I, I don't think I see like everybody is, is saying that you know, 
uh, recession, recession, recession. I, I like you know. I don't think that's the that's the thing. I think Ireland will not have a recession. No, uh, 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 and people people have money in Ireland, and they they are spend, spending money. Uh, not uh, as two thousand nineteen, I would say. I think it's getting like very very close, and I think like now. Uh, Q4 is going to be a boom. I think, like, you know, everybody will go out and everybody will do, especially companies and everything, you have, like, you know, Christmas parties. And I think we'll make it up. Uh, I don't see, you know, all, like, this is different businesses. And, and obviously, you probably know yeah, more yeah. than myself there. Uh, 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 but I, I do think that we, we are out of of the, the the main problem that was when COVID was uh, I think things are starting to normalize and revenues are coming back to what it was and and even better like a, a lot of people were saying that this, they are their sales are up and and it's and I believe Q4 is going to increase yeah but Q1 uh, 2023 will be um, shite. I don't know about that, you know. I don't like you see. There's there's a lot of big companies coming over, a lot of people with money, and Q1 was always a challenge for 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 the always. Uh, yeah, but like now you know? with UK going with their economy uh, uh, in a very poor way, would be a reflecting in Q uh, for for us here in Ireland. Always will affect us. But if 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 you think like with the Brexit, right? So. The, everybody used to go to UK for uh, as well, so it was it was it was divided between UK and, and Ireland uh, for for students to come over, and 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 that fluctuates money in the, in the common economy. Yeah. Uh, so with the Brexit, the tendency was to people from Europe all come over to Ireland to 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 uh, study English, especially over the summer. Unfortunately, now we go down again for the the the, the uh, accommodation, yeah, house crisis, uh, yeah. and house crisis that, that are impacting. But if everything starts to work accordingly, I don't see why the the, the hospitality are losing money. I don't think they are losing money anymore. I think it, it came back to a normality. And and if you say Q one is going to drop, Q one's always. Drop. Ah, yeah, Q1 you know, is the always, worst time Q, of yeah. the year. Yes. No, Q1 was always, he, and, 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 and you know yourself, it's always the time that, that the staff will take holidays, the staff are going to go away, and you try to drop your wages that the way you control a little bit, but, you know, but, but, but you've always been like that, you know, you've always been. So I don't think that this, I think we are out of COVID, and, and a lot of people are still hiding behind COVID. Uh, as for excuse. order as an yeah. excuse you know so uh, I think you know there is there is yes business closing uh, 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 but there is business thriving yes you know do, do you see as an opportunity now for your business uh, uh, going for, for Q1 uh, uh, like now I, I see this time of the year uh, at least for my part I start to see like senior chefs stabilizing where where they are. I'm calling lots of people are just like literally just checking around what's going on, calling, checking, uh, getting. Uh, uh, they they are putting their CVs out there. Uh, the past three weeks, calling people, as, uh, offering the job. After two three days, they are using that as a scapegoat for where are they. Uh, to get a pay rise and uh, then 
when come out end of December, we we are doing the same, trying to hold people as much as we can. But after December, I think we'll have a big migration of chefs again, because they pay their bills, everything's okay. They're the ones with family. They will stay until the March, anywhere they are, to make sure they pay pay their Christmas, because that's the normal. If they have little children, they will they, they will start to have the first communion, etc. So they kind of snowball. But for the single chefs coming in Ireland, or they, they are here in, uh, in Ireland doing whatever they are doing, after December, I think you start to have that change. For you, I think it would be good. That that happens a lot, or how, how it works. It, uh, you're uh, going to have that change on March, it, he always, between January and March, sorry. He always... Uh, he always does and and i think like you know like now it starts like you know booming again before christmas and then december comes down a little bit because you know you 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 have your team built uh, up for for christmas and then after christmas movements start happening again it's is this a, a natural wave that happens in the in the business but i'm 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 glad and and, and i'm so grateful that that the broadline group is so successful and I, i'm so successful what we're doing that is something that I, i'm not concerned much about because i i do believe that there is always business to uh, uh, to be made and that there's always need out there and 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 you know it might not be in dublin it might be in other uh, side of the country but there's always people uh, in need and that is we we always going to be there to help uh, everybody so i, I, I you know Yes, it fluctuates, but if you're on top of your game, you always maintain. Now we've you top. said about like we we spoke of, about many things now, but like now you just uh, said about the topic just clicking my head. We we have a lot of people. We there's no shortage of chefs, in my opinion. I I, I post in the Facebook in my private page a couple of weeks ago uh, uh, looking for chefs, and I got over fifty CVs. In a I week. Seen that. And I look at that. I, I, I couldn't handle. We had to do an opening day. Open That's day. why you hire me. Yeah. That's why you talk to me. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, what I'm trying to say is, with the cost of living, I found people, they're living like literally in the sticks and they're applying for a job far away. And then I had one lady that, that was very interesting because I was, I was talking to her. And keeping back and forth, she's asking about the job. I said, yeah, I got a chef. And she said, where is the place? I said, West Dublin, as the, the, the job description right. saying. And she came back to me and said, oh, it's a little bit far from where I live. I said, where do you live? I live uh, West Cork. Uh, like, I got a baffle. I, I, I look and said, what? West Cork? It's four hours from here. Uh, are you planning to move to to Dublin or anything? Ah, uh, no, no. I was looking for any other jobs uh, a little bit further, so I couldn't move or something. Doesn't make sense to me. But uh, what I'm seeing now is chefs want to move out of the out of Dublin to live in the outskirts. It's difficult because now it's uh, majority of the chefs they do not drive. I don't know. Like that's my experience. I don't know for you if the majority of the chefs you have or you, you interview the driver or not. If you do, please contact me uh, tomorrow. Yeah, you, you see, like, we can talk off, off, yeah. off. 
yeah, 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 and, uh, out of the scenes. Yeah, out of the behind the scenes. Yeah, talking. behind the scenes, yes. And, uh, yeah, like you but see, like, uh, the, the thing is, right, so... Do you, do you see more like that migration to the countryside or it, is the opposite? It's, 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 it's both sides. You get everything. So the, the difference between is you don't have time for that. You have a million other things to do and that's why you come to me because you don't have time and you're going to spend so much time screening CVs, talking to people that that's why exact uh, headshafts and group headshafts and all uh, 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 the business owners, they end up coming to us because I handle whatever you need specifically to what you're looking for and I save you time. Time is money, you know, and and, uh, and you can improve so much stuff in the business that you might be losing time going through all the CVs and talking to people that are in West Cork that has nothing to do with your business. <laughs> yeah, but waste you my still, freaking time. But you still probably, yeah, you still probably lost 10, 15 minutes talking to that person. I think more than that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, you know, and then and then that that's that's where sometimes you know like people don't understand and uh, and they they they, t they tend to push the you know not going to agencies. But time is money. If you put all the time you spend on screening CVs and looking for chefs you could be doing way more stuff with your team oh you, yeah so you know and maybe you avoiding the, the agency uh for for the cost of fee or whatever reason it is uh that if you put on the paper and you got you are a guy that loves math so if you put on paper the the amount of time and the length of time you is spending on screening CVs and doing a job that it's not what you do or what you were uh, what the or best doing, to do. yeah, you yeah. know and so uh, uh, so if you take that time and focus on the business itself and, and, and improving other sides of the business and let someone that actually do that for living to help you it much it makes your life much easier that's why the majority of you know big groups and 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 and, and restaurants when they start using the agency they don't they, they they don't stop because they 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 can see that saves so much time and, and oh yeah and, I agree. and energy i agree because like normally i i spend at least one day a week minimum just in recruitment yeah just calling people and like that, that the example when I put in the Facebook that that week I couldn't handle after after calling I spent one full day just calling people and typing you know like their yeah. information reading their CVs passed through about like 25 29 CVs yeah. two of them was from Portugal one of the gentlemen is uh, Spanish living in Portugal he want to come. He's coming this month in Ar to Ireland to do a trial for a week. And I said, I can't afford you to 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 put you just for a trial. He said, No, no, it's for me. I want to see if I like. I said, Okay. Are you okay to work for free? Okay, I can't do that legally. Uh, I would need to hire the guy if he starts. Yeah. Like the guy is hungry. And I said, Okay, that's a good sign for me. 
But nonetheless, it's like the lighting cork. It's like a waste of my time. Exactly. And like, yeah. the, I don't know, like, what's the new trend? What's the next step for you guys in the recruitment to bring for us in the restaurants and the hotels and, and the catering business to say, look, that's what we're bringing, how we can be better for you and how to be better in a way of we're bringing the right people to do the right job. How you... Yeah. you, you, you What's next for you guys to give so, us the best, best so, uh, chef? I heard you saying you spend probably one day a week, minimum, right? Minimum. minimum yeah. So, so if at, you at say least eight to ten hours a week, minimum. So eight to ten hours a week. That's we're talking about around forty uh, hours a month. Um, yeah. You, uh, you, a man, very well paid on your job, uh, and 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 you you deserve that. Uh, uh, if you do the maths and break down your salary, how much money the company is wasting on you doing the job that you are not supposed to do? Yeah, I could hire so, a full-time person just to do this job. Exactly. So yeah. that's where we come. But hiring a person to do internal recruitment, it could not be as advantages as, as people think because you, you will hire people the tendency is to hire people to, to, to set on certain level and to be able to 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 represent a salary in a payroll yeah you need to have that turnover quite high and 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 that's not what you're looking for yeah you know you're looking for a, a lower turnover so you don't spend energy and time training people and then they move on. So yeah. it's it's cheaper to come to agency than hire someone to do that. So it's, it's more efficient to have agency in your company than actually have yourself wasting time and uh, or have an internal recruiter. Because the tendency... So my, my question to you now is if... Uh, like I see, as I said in the beginning there, the HR and what you do, right? And like the, the recruitment agency. Um, I see uh, two different ways to recruit the same person. Okay. You guys see a talent and you work in the talent to fit in, in a broad line. Yeah. Like, and then we look at somebody and we try to narrow down yeah. the HR, or uh, at least me. Um, how many times I already use for the company I work for and the companies I worked before and I tell them I want to have my own agency in the matters of uh, get an agency chef or something of the kind how we can't accrue in the, in the, in the company as overall to hire four five chefs uh, the company uh, I work for you, as you know, we we have over thousand people. So if I have five chefs, it's nothing. If I highly pay them and pay whatever need to be, and say area chef, and say, look, I don't need chefs anymore there because I have everyone is hired. All the restaurants are fully covered. What I do with those chefs now? And then that's the problem I think the company is seeing. But like, I don't know, like how we can do this, because I see uh, is not almost opposites, but what do you do versus HR? What HRs 
and you yourself you guys could get closer to each other to try to get that in a better uh, or more sustainable way in the future we do work together with HR obviously uh, uh, on my understanding we, we, we do a bit of a, a different different type of work uh, as, 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 as recruiters we we are there to provide a service and we are there to find that person and obviously we we, we are paid to do that uh, so we motivate ourselves to actually do that job right and um, the HR they'll be involved in different side of, uh, of the business they will be involved in internal issues and contracts and other the, uh, things that take again time off their hands to be fully focused on recruitment uh, uh, so the tendency is like the, uh, most HRs and, and, and big companies they they reach out to us uh, to, to help them in the, the recruitment process because it's time consuming to recruit you uh, know and, yeah like I agree like if you pass through 100 CVs let's say ever 100 people pass through your hands how many actually go to the final job or like get hired in in in, in a, a productive way let's say because what i see is hr like myself from that 50 cvs i went through it i hired two people so yeah. i spent tons of hours interviewing sitting down talk to people blah 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 to hire two people um so so you have a proportion or like there, a, there is a, a conversion number. rate yeah you do have is, we do have uh, 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 obviously essentially our job is it's it's sales so it, it is uh, we have all analytics to the sales uh, side of, of things uh, there is a conversion rate I think that varies with experience and the more experience you get the the, the better you get on, on screening people mm-hmm and I'm not saying when in a judgmental way uh, uh, I'm saying in a professional way you're trying to understand more and you 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 understand more your clients as well what their needs are so you you were more focused on that specific role uh, and, and and you know the type of, of person that you need to find for that particular role uh, so if I have for instance 50 CVs um, I'll, I'll, I'll narrow them down throughout calling and, and screening those CVs but because we that's what we do for a living I spend yeah. hours and hours and hours on on the phone talking to people so you develop this understanding and, and, and screening process and you 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 polish that skill so, so much every day so you're if you get C, uh, 50 cvs or let's say 100 to round it up uh, you would have a better um chance of have higher people higher than i would do i be i believe right uh, that's yeah we, we, we that's yeah. what we do so we are experts so, on, on, on on what we do and obviously with all due respect i'm not saying yeah. that we like 
uh, uh, I would be better than you doing that oh, job. Yeah, that but but you do that that's what we do yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah. So, so you, if you I go to a kitchen, I wouldn't be able to do what you do. Yeah, yeah. If I do know, whatever so. you do every day, if I do better than you, something's wrong. And 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 exactly, you know. So so uh, it's not about uh, you see. The conversion rate that you want to, 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 to see is not about the 100 CVs that you get, but it's the amount of people you narrow down. And those people that you narrow down, so how many people you manage to help? All right. And from those people, let's say ever 100 people, if you manage to employ 10 of them, uh, what's their chance to succeed in the job you gave to them is is high or something uh, we obviously 50, 50? it's 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 a very tricky question because obviously that it's um, when you're dealing with the human factor uh, it, it's, yeah. it's 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 very tricky right so um, and 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 it comes out of, of our hands then we do our best but to uh, help. But, yeah, I do understand. But afterwards, is a fifty-fifty chance is like a toss of a coin. We would. I don't. So is higher. So than put 50 fifty-fifty. It, it's it's very very. Uh, as I said, is a, is a tricky uh, question. So I can I can say about myself, for example, right? Out of my placements, I probably had, let's say. From the like, I can't remember now. From six months, the whole year, I wouldn't know the number because I try to tend to to pass it on, and I have a a, a high uh, numbers that I'm placing. So I would say, let's say for the past two months, right? Uh, I had one rebate, one uh, person that didn't didn't work out. Okay, and uh, how many? Uh, around sixteen. 60 okay 16. not bad 16 yeah all right not bad so is uh, a, is a rate of but, like 10 percent could be less than 10 percent is about but again, like but again it can change in, yeah. in a month so it depends you see uh what what it's most important is that uh, this is a natural part of the game okay oh so, yeah no no it's natural in your side but like what, what i'm trying to reach here is uh, I don't know if there is any HR in our industry here uh, because in my opinion is uh, HR in in companies are like public service they're very slow and like just moving that way you because you depend your your job and your depend on make the things happen fast because people need now it's like us as a chef if the order come in somebody's hungry outside and they want the food now if i say we'll get half an hour to make you a caesar salad you say are you taking a piece of me you know like the the the, the salad gets Leaving yeah, there's five there's minutes, eight time. minutes maximum, maximum not half an hour. Yeah, you so, need to uh, do things in a timely manner. Yeah, so uh, I feel like you guys in your trade are way more responsive than HRs. And if HRs start to get as fast as you guys do, you guys will do something to be way faster than they are. Yeah, you know, because that's how the industry works. Yeah, but again, you know, I don't like, I don't like, you know, to, to, 
uh, I don't like to point fingers or anything. I think every every profession has their own challenges and and everything. And and again, you know, uh, I I understand uh, your point uh, uh, clearly. And uh, uh, what what I, what I, what, I, what I would say to you, it's uh, again we do different different style of of of, of work. We do, uh, um, we have different. Uh, let's put it as a responsibility let's say um so it, for instance you said your company has a thousand employees oh, right? over uh, over about a thousand. like 1500 something like that okay yeah. so 12 to 15 so uh, sure. imagine out of 1500 you have under yourself 200 300 oh. or whatever number is right yeah yeah um so if you think about on your side on these perhaps 200 right uh, out of these 200 how many problems gets to you quite a lot oh, yes. so out of this 1500 imagine the magnitude of problems that goes to HR oh, so yeah. the, in, 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 in just saying that is it's it's you know it's different style of job so but they need to deal with different different situations that we want and then come to the part you you said it like a couple of minutes ago like uh i have just under my umbrella uh the time i spend per year just look after hr hr recruitment recruitment yeah uh, i could hire someone to do that job literally if you you see the time i spend doing this uh our hr we have like four or five people there if I myself and the other executive chef in a gr group could hire two more people to do that job for us to not do this job, then okay, okay let, let's put one just to do literally what you guys do. Uh, I agree they, they will not do what you guys do in the same quality you guys do because that's what your business is That's is what about we do, it. exactly. Uh, but... What I'm trying to say here is how we in in the companies can do your life easier or how we can do to uh, minimize that gap because HR is a thing in a different way, well, not the way you guys think. Well, like obviously that, that there's no... Uh, again, you know, like we like we are different, you know, HR and recruitment. It's, 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 it's uh, they will work alongside but they want to be the same, uh, and we are more effectively. No, I wouldn't say efficient, but effectively, uh, because that's what we do for living. So we are specializing recruitment. That's what we do. That's the passion we have is to help people and 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 help businesses and help candidates to find the right job and and be proud of what will happen uh, in the future and move and maintain that connection with, with, with people and they move on and, and they grow in, in in the company and we maintain that connection so we, we we're passionate about recruitment we only do recruitment and 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 i think when you the, your business is focused on one thing obviously that business became specialized in that and we are very successful in what we do but i don't think that you know the the the, the hr uh are not uh, uh doing their job they are obviously doing the job it's just different that i think to minimize that 
uh, uh, gap is uh, um, work more efficiently together, I think, well, in that Why sense. HR in any company, they don't have a recruitment uh, um, agent? I don't know why, and I'm glad that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we still have, uh, you know, the company and still have a job. But even if they do, uh, um, because that's uh, the part I'm saying, like they, they don't you do what you guys do. I don't understand why. Uh, it depends, but, but you know, it's it's very hard to understand because it, as I said, you know, it's different jobs. So you don't like it's the same. What what you're doing, spending. 40 hours plus a week, a, a month, doing HR, which is something that you don't do. Not, not HR, recruitment. Recruitment, It's yeah. something that, that, that you, you're not specialized in it. So you do because you, you want to cut cost and you want to, you know, trying to minimize your, your uh, 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 wage cost and your cost. Uh, so you do yourself. But rea rea realistically speaking, if you put on the paper and you even said that, uh, if you put on paper, it's cheaper for you to hire me and get the right person because you can improve so much more in the business on those 40 hours that will justify what you're paying the agency for. Yes. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just a conjunction of, of, of things. I think, you know, the, 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 the key thing is not about having someone in a company that will do that job is, understanding that every part of the business is important and every partner with the company is important and 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 everyone that plays a role in the business is important so it's, i think it's more educating people on, on on that side you know so if you if you educate yourself and analyze and see you will understand that bringing a partner in to the group that will help in the lack of staff that you have in now and and fulfill those roles that that they that they're not able to do themselves is beneficial but in your in, in your industry or what do you do for living uh, you just look specifically chefs or you look like let's say bar staff or managers or something like that uh, so, or you're just specialized in chefs so we are a group uh, uh, the broad line yeah, Birdline look after look everything, after but all. I'm saying about Myself, yourself. I yes. only do chefs. All right. I only recruit for sh like chefs. Okay, better. Yeah, yeah. When you said do chefs, I was a little bit worried. I was no. like, oh my God, what am I doing here? I only, 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 only recruit chefs. So I yeah, only yeah, deal yeah. with chefs. That's, yeah. that's where chef recruiters is uh, uh, specialized in chefs. So then we yeah. have two sides of the business. Uh, we have uh, the, the the relief and the agency chefs, yeah. and then you have the permanent uh, role. So I be I'll be in charge of all the permanent roles in chef recruiters. I work alongside with my manager David, and and he would do uh, uh, perms as well. But he more focus on the, the relief uh, work and the agency chefs. Yeah. Uh, but we only work with chefs. How many people you deal a month? I. Wouldn't know the number to be honest. Hundreds, a lot, thousands, a lot, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I talk with uh, a lot of people, and that goes to both sides, clients and 
candidates and everything. Whoa. It's a lot. A lot of people we, we, we deal with. But I love it. You know, I love it. I think I love to talk to people. I love to, to understand people and, 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 and listen to their stories and, and see their growth. You know, like in, in, in the agency there, the, the, um, one of the things that that you're pointing out uh, that you know how like if if we we touch again uh, and the subject that you're saying about minimize the 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 uh, uh, the rebate the people that leave the company how we minimize that is we maintain contact with both sides so for a period of 12 weeks we still still in contact with that person so we we talk to them and see how things are going and see if there is any issue if any issue arise we try to to help in a sense obviously we do not get involved in any operation side but we try to see if we could help and we do our best and if it don't happen then we we we, we try to to replace that uh, candidate so we obviously we want to do business long term we don't want just ones off you know is it, it we are like very uh, established brand and and, and we, we want to maintain a relationship long term into so that's the way we minimize and I think the, having successful people working in the company makes it easier to do it though so because you that's very good for your brand as well yeah exactly yeah, like obviously like we we we, we want to to uh, be like, and we are at the best at, 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 at the market, you know, and, and, and we are a premium brand. And uh, so we, 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 we want to, to maintain that level of service, you know, and then sometimes, you know, we, we, we don't work with some, some, some uh, candidates for that reason, because we just don't want to uh, represent people that we know is not going to be good. With. You have a lot of people you, uh, pass through your hands that you look and say, oh, "Okay, that that, uh, that you look and say, oh, no, no, that that guy is very dodgy. I will not touch him.'" Uh, there is well, there's there's a few there's a few people that like you know we 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 go through yeah and we see and 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 and, and the stories don't add up. You know, and, really? and yeah, when 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 the, the the stories and and you know we have experience and screening people and talking to people and when we see that, uh, we 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 won't work with that person. Do you have know? any funny stories? Uh, I I well like I wouldn't like wouldn't have like you know that that like that much. Uh, funny stories to share to be honest you know it's a, <laughs> like we work very confidential with, with, yeah. with clients so um, it's a very very tricky subject to touch you know but uh, I can put that to put that away we we, 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 we come across quite few interest uh, situations you know but in, in, in that situation uh, obviously we, we do our job as best as we can and uh, we, we we would do references and and you know when if we forget one bad reference or uh, obviously a reference that doesn't match or we we don't work with that. How many this. references do you normally go through for uh, one candidate? The minimum say. we have is two. Minimum so, is two. Yeah. yeah. So to 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 be able to work with that candidate, we always have two. Uh, good references, uh, and and let's say perhaps you know, and and this could happen, you know, like um, 
you don't leave in, in bad terms in the place but sometimes you, you know you, you leave the, 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 the place in in a situation that like there is hard feelings from from chefs and and you know yourself how that works and they they might give you not a a, a, a good reference and that's where like as well our experience will come on board and we know that we we have key questions that we ask as well on that scenario uh, so we kind of know you know when when, yeah. when that is uh, a malicious one and then and, and and it's not genuine uh, so we we will do the third one if because be really like b not by law but like you can't give bad reference you know you know like if you somebody call me today and say ricardo give me a reference of rafael if if you're good uh, I'll give a good reference straight away, but if it's a bad reference, let let's say uh, use your name as a reference uh, as a uh, uh, example. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're uh, you used to be a terrible chef. I was actually really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's not too bad. Was not too bad I, I, I would normally uh, if I had happened twice in my entire career, somebody call for a reference for somebody not really good. And I, um, I was going to say for reference, I was like the two, the two was probably me because I oh. called you for a few. <laughs> I would just say, look, I, I, I would not comment in that person yeah. reference. Normally, I would just say, look, I will not comment. Uh, I think that's a kind of straight away for it's, ye or for yeah. anybody else calling. It's a me. red light. Yeah, it's a red light because I can't. Uh, uh, Legally, I can't say if somebody, even somebody put fire in the restaurant or whatever happens, I can't go and say that person was bad legally. Yeah, no, but it's not in the but sense like of how, how you read. What so so it's, 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 it's what about like we do, do a, a questionnaire and, and rating, you know, so you do a rating uh, uh, that, that, you know, you just describing that person uh, skills and time keeping attendance and stuff like that. Uh, and... Most of the time, you know, we, we, we work in the industry and we, we know people and, 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 you know, you know when when that person is not uh, necessarily uh, um, good, you know, uh, like the way the reference comes along. We, we where is the score you got? What's, uh, what's the score you want to have your chefs when you recruit them? 8%, 70%? Uh, I, I try, I tend to do... Uh, 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 Mostly a hundred percent. That is where. Whoa. So like it would so have they a need really good. They, they, they need to good, go good score. How, how you break the news? Somebody call you and say, "Look, I want you to uh, uh, represent me for whatever." Like when you apply in the broad line and say, "Put here's my CV," duh, and you start to do the back a background check, and how, you go back to that person and say, "Look, you." We will not represent you, or we, you. How how it works? The we, we well, we, we always tend to, like uh, I personally always tend to be very honest and transparent, but with um, with the candidates, and obviously there is there is always a fine line, and and and, and uh, as I said, we work a lot of confidentiality, so we don't want to break that confidentiality in in both sides, but we 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 tend to to have a nice. An open conversation with that candidate without disclosing any uh, information. So, uh, example. Oh. 
Sorry. Go Normally the, 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 the guests do this. Yeah. Uh, it's the wine. It's I the blame wine. the wine. <laughs> was a good one. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. I blame you. So, oh yeah, yeah, I blame Rafael. <laughs> so uh, normally, what I would say is, if I apply and put their broadline, and when you represent me, cinema CV, and you do uh, the first step is called the reference, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the. the, the uh, who, uh, so first, the first step, step so, so you apply for a row we we do a screening call first uh, you, you call me first oh we call so you it was lovely because i'm amazing of course and then the second call is uh, an reference no we 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 interview that person all right so, so i'm so still we, amazing because i'm amazing and the third step is uh so the third step would be reference so we do an reference. interview get references and then once i have you compliant and and and, and uh, uh, let's say you call my reference and both of them come and said don't touch him he's awful he's crazy brazilian like peanuts don't touch him <laughs> so uh, uh, that's a red flag for you uh, I wouldn't. Well, yeah, then uh, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't represent you. Uh, and then, so how would, you would break that news? Uh, it's it's it, it depends on each case, and you know yeah. we 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 will have uh, 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 as I said an honest and open conversation without disclosing any information to the candidate. That's uh, we try to be very sensi sensitive. But what do you that. would tell me in this situation? Because it depends on the, it depends on the on the on the on the. Particular case, you know, it depends on on how that came about and how that reference came and and how was everything. So it's very specific. So I, I will always try to be as sensitive as possible, uh, but in a way, just informed that I wouldn't be able to represent you to 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 any clients, and I wouldn't be able to wish you all the success and and hope you the best. But unfortunately, uh, for company policy we, we, we wouldn't be able to to represent you so shit <laughs> i think we need to keep being a keep, podcaster keep, that's it oh that's it gosh. you need to do more episodes i believe you know? <laughs> uh, Raphael, thank you very much thank it was you lovely much, to Ricardo. have you here it was you. great uh, I, I hope you guys liked uh the, the usual you know like uh, follow listen and share and like that's when the wine starts kicking and I forget all the things that I need to say the management tell me you know like regarding me say this put emojis my main <laughs> my main problem when I post stuff now is put emojis put emojis on I it I always forget and then like after I start post the things oh shoot I should put emojis yeah I'm a millennium <laughs> sorry I'm not like gener uh, generation Z whatever yeah. it is those days so thank you very much uh, please follow us and yeah, see you in the next episode of Foodcast. Thank you. Thank you.